Monday, August 21st edition of the High Stakes Fantasy Advantage podcast. That's right, it's Eclipse Day. We don't have a darkness here in Wisconsin or Minnesota. Hell, we see that all winter long. That's no big deal for us, right, Tom? Yeah, I mean, I'm just looking out and it's, it's Monday. So, congratulations everybody else. This yeah. is Monday in Wisconsin. It just looks like clouds out here, right, Derek? Yeah, we had, we had clouds. Um, there were some people that, while I was at the gym kind of had those glasses on, but I don't think there was a whole heck of a lot to look at. So, apparently it came and went. Nothing changed here in Minnesota. It's a little gloomy, and you'll... We're just, you know, three hours ahead of you, so you get our weather three hours later, basically, so. Yeah, for sure. It's a normal day here in the Midwest, but... Uh, wait a minute, hold, wait a minute. Hold, hold, hold. What? what? Minnesota's not three hours ahead of us. The weather. The weather usually comes weather. from that. Oh, comes from that way. yeah, yeah. Okay. Yep. Yeah, three uh, hours later, we see what like, he where, where did he think? Where did he think he is? <laughs> Don't worry, Derek. Tom's not very good at math anyway. It's Monday. I didn't sleep. I had to stay up late watching Game of Thrones last night. <laughs> All right. I hope everyone had a great, great weekend. If you didn't notice, I'm Greg Ambrosius. I'm here with Tom Kesenick and Derek Butcher. Let's all wish Derek a happy anniversary as he and his wife celebrated, he says, eight years of sheer bliss. They got away with each other, probably made another baby. You know, they're in that honeymoon stage. Eight, eight, eight years, years later? That's nothing. Is that eight years? Is that how long that honeymoon stage oh, lasts? Oh, I don't think so. Uh, okay. <laughs> no. Although, we had a great night. Last night was probably the first night I didn't watch drafts in about 40 nights. So, um, yeah, we had a great time. A nice getaway for a day, but back at it tonight. Yeah, and you, we had a lot of drafts last night. In fact, this was the busiest weekend of our drafting season. Yesterday, we filled up 16 online leagues on the day of and then watched 16 different drafts last night. We filled 11 online drafts on Saturday. Today, we announced we got over 400 teams in the NFFC primetime. We have over 200-plus teams in the NFFC Classic. We still have 19 more shopping days until Christmas, but... Man, Tom, it's been a hell of a run. We've been doing this for 14 years, and this is the farthest we've ever been ahead uh, at this point in, this, in the drafting season, right? Yeah, I don't even know what we're going to end up with total number of teams, but it's clearly going to be a record. Obviously, a lot of that is, is being helped by our new NFFC 25 contest. We're selling out three to four of those expresses at night, so and a lot of new players coming in and, and checking out the NFFC with those contests, so, which is great. Got a lot of people, a lot of drafting, a lot of teams, most yeah. importantly... A lot of people are going to win money from the NFFC this year. <laughs> That's right, and we're happy to pay you as well. Like yep. Tom said, we don't know what the final number is going to be, but it's going to be over 10,000 teams on the oh, NFFC sure. this year, and that's going to be a record by far. Very happy. And one of the reasons why we're going to have a lot of teams is on Friday, we announced that we're taking signups in Virginia again. We are ecstatic to be back in Virginia. Uh, you know, obviously with this DFS laws, you have to go through a lot of licensing procedures and stuff. We are the only high-stakes game in Virginia. We're the only high-stakes game in Indiana right now. Sports Hub Technologies paid the $50,000 licensing fees in both states so that your, those residents can join us and draft with us. So excited. We're also licensed in New York, Tennessee, Missouri, and many other states. 
man, it's a good feeling, isn't it, Derek? I mean, you got to give it to Sports Hub for being this committed to the industry. Absolutely, and uh, this was kind of the plan from the get-go. Um, you know, with the, with the acquisitions and, and the people we've had join us, there. This is the way we were going from the start, and it, it all you know kind of plays into the to the Fanball Daily game that's going to be happening shortly. But I mean, uh, we're along for the ride, and, and it's a good it's a good deal for all of our customers for sure. And w- welcome to Virginia. I mean, that's just I mean that's just like adding a huge section of the country, and a lot of our great customers were happy that, and we're happy we got them back for sure. Yeah, I can tell you on Friday, I had two customers that were waiting for the site registration to come on. And I kid you not, we were at 10 in the D.C. Express, and two guys took the last two spots within five minutes of being available in Virginia. I am not kidding you. And we got Keith Butler, Todd Butler. Those guys are signing up right now for stuff. So it was immediate. Those guys are grateful. I had another guy from Indiana call this weekend. Tom, you know, we talked to him. And uh, he could not believe that he w- that he had a chance to play somewhere. He had been denied by other contests. He had played in other contests, found us, was so ecstatic. He said, I'm telling all my buddies, I'm here for life now. So we're really happy to give people the opportunity to play season long in our contest and like Derek said fanball our daily game is going to be announced this week uh, I can't tell you what day I think it's going to be Wednesday or Thursday but you're going to hear more details on the fanball daily game so really looking forward to that and again what a bunch of weekend games we had man it was fun to watch football again and did we learn an awful lot I watched a lot of games this weekend and you know it started Derek for you you saw on Friday Delvin Cook looked really good in the Minnesota Seattle game and he's shooting up our draft boards right now isn't he yeah, I think uh, his weekend ADP was about 27, so that's uh, you know that's early third round at this point now. So you definitely shooting up. Uh, he he did. You're right. He looked great. He ripped off those three runs right in a row, basically 15, nine, and nine or something like that. Um, uh, as a Vikings fan, I was I am a little more uh, okay now about the offensive line uh, now than I was before the game. I don't think all the questions are definitely answered, but at least made me feel good that they could they could move the ball. I mean, they shot themselves in the foot uh, with penalties on the first couple of drives, but um, Delvin Cook looks great. There's no question. 27 may not be the stopping point for him. He may keep going. Yeah, Tom, we've seen Cook move up. We also saw Christian McCaffrey move up. He looked great on Saturday afternoon. Just showed that burst of speed, how he can get in the end zone. He went as high as 15th. He's going now in the 22-23 range. Talk about those two guys and what you like there. Yeah, definitely. uh, McCaffrey, well, I mean, this is why the Panthers drafted him, to be a weapon. And that's what he can be on that offense. He may not get 20 carries a game, but this is a guy who with 10 touches in a game could put up RB1 or RB2 numbers in PPR because he is so explosive, so good in the passing game. The concerns I have about him mainly reside with touchdowns because I don't think he's got tremendous touchdown upside because we know we know when they get close to the goal line, they're a power run team. That'll be Jonathan Stewart because Tolbert's not there anymore. And Cam, of course, when, if he's healthy, will get his rushing touchdowns. But other, otherwise, McCaffrey in the third round to me looks really, really good because he is going to be a PP our machine. I would like to get back real quick. My my voice just screeched there. I'd like to get back real quick to the Seattle-Minnesota game. Just to touch on a couple of things. First, yes, Dalvin Cook looked really good, but from the Seattle perspective, Russell Wilson looks fantastic. Yes. Mm-hmm. Doug Baldwin yep. looks terrific. And Chris Carson is making noise at the running back position. Thomas Rawls is hurt. C.J. Procise isn't playing. I thought Eddie Lacy looked better than most people thought, but Chris Carson looks really, really good, so... That's a name to file away for the end of your drafts. Yeah, I saw Baldwin go 13th in a draft last night. He's shooting up. I mean, that's pretty high for him, maybe too high. 
Eddie Lacy is definitely falling. I agree with you. He doesn't look bad. I don't know if people expected more from him. He's running like Eddie Lacy usually yeah. does, but he's starting to fall right now. You know, these rookie running backs are the story of the drafts right now. Fournette's going right around 22-23. McCaffrey's going right around 22-23. We've got Mixon, of course, going in the fourth round. Uh, and then you have Kareem Hunt, who looked very good for Kansas City as well. He took the first team reps. They gave him eight rushes for 40 yards. He caught three passes for 23 yards this is another guy who's gonna have to move on up he could be the number one running back we've said that for a long time but Derek you're seeing this guy really looking good right now yeah he is for sure um Spencer we better be looking looking behind him pretty quickly here yep. um I mentioned last week you know just with this rookie like we talked about last week this rookie class with Mixon and um Cook and Fournette and McCaffrey I, I said last or last week they could all be potential top 15 picks last year yep. and, they, and now you add you know you kind of add Kareem Hunt to this mix and again I think his situation may take a little longer to play out but at, at some point the talent's going to take over and, and Spencer Ware is going to be pushed uh, pushed to the side yeah, there's nothing special about Ware. I mean, Tom, we've said that a couple of times, but there's really nothing special about him. And I think that this Kareem Hunt is the type of guy that Andy Reid can lean on and give him the ball many, many times. Yeah, to me, when you hear scouts and GMs use the words, just a guy, look up that in the dictionary and Spencer Ware's mug is staring right back at you. That's who he is. He's just a guy. Kareem Hunt's got explosive ability. I'm not sure it'll happen early in the year, but I do think as the season goes on, his role's going to get bigger and bigger, and I do think he'll be the starter at some point. All right, let's talk about one more running back moving on up in the draft boards. That's Todd Gurley. And Gurley's moving up because Jared Goff looks better. And he's got a good weapon in Cooper Cup. Who heard of Cooper Cup before? Another rookie who's starting to make waves in fantasy football. So, Tom, let's talk about Todd Gurley. He's rising up into the second round and early second round, right? Yeah, I, I saw before the weekend game they played on Saturday even before that I was seeing Gurley going into the top 20 which has been a jump for him now he's going top 15 he went as high as 13th in one of our Rotowire online championship drafts that I watched this weekend and he looked fantastic on Saturday he was running with power he was giving off chunk plays they used him in the passing game and Jared Goff looked good he looked like a professional quarterback and Sammy Watkins was out there but didn't do anything because Jared Goff just kept locking in to Cooper Cup he's got eyes for Cooper Cup and yes Who does Goff, well, yeah. <laughs> but uh if, if Goff can just be a functioning quarterback and they use Gurley in the passing game, Gurley's upside is mammoth. He has top five running back upside with his talent. He looks damn good. I, w I was blown away by how good he looked. Yeah, Derek, Cooper Cup, third-round pick. you got to look him up to find out what goes on. But he caught six or seven targets for 70 yards and a TD. He's got eight catches in two games. Hey, sometimes quarterbacks just lock on somebody. They trust him. They know where he's going to be. He catches everything, right? Well, yeah, I mean, I think he had a, I'm not sure about this, I'm pretty sure he had 100 catches each of his last three years at Eastern Washington, and, ah. and 15, 16 touchdowns each year, so I mean, it's not like he, I mean, Eastern Washington is kind of out of nowhere, but it, you know, it's still a <laughs> D1 school, and uh, yeah, Cup looks great, I don't know, I still think he's, he's probably their second receiver in terms of, well, he is, for, in terms of upside, I, he doesn't have the, the Sammy Watkins upside at this point, but again, he's, you're going to take, he's going to end up being taken well before Tavon Austin or Robert Woods at sure. this point. Yep, no, I agree with you. All right, we can't end the podcast, Tom, without talking about the Packers, and they definitely look good. Rodgers came in surprisingly, one series at Washington, 15 plays, ran them right down for a touchdown, but the biggest thing there 
was the fact that he had first and goal on the three. Bennett splits out. Martellus Bennett splits out to the right. He's got a linebacker on him. You could just see what was going on. Washington should have called timeout for crying out loud, but he just lofted it up, touchdown. We could see that a lot this year, right? Yeah, I, I love Bennett's upside. Bennett could be the kind of guy who gets 10 touchdown receptions this year and catches 25 passes. I mean, I, I think he'll catch more, but the point being, he is going to be a red zone weapon for uh, Aaron Rodgers. No doubt about that. I, I think that that was a terrific signing. He's the most talented tight end that, that, that this team has had since Keith Jackson. That's how good he is. He's a complete tight end, so he's on the field all the time. The other thing that came out of this game for me, Greg, and you'll probably disagree with this or won't be happy, I was not impressed by Jamal Williams at all. He looks like a straight-line power runner. There's really no zigzag to his game. Montgomery offers that. I think they need a little more juice at that position, and I'm not sure Jamal uh, Williams provides it. No, I'm not disappointed with that analysis. I think that's true. I did watch the game the second time on Sunday, and there weren't many holes. He just went forward and got a couple of yards. He but, falls uh, forward very well. Right, that's exactly right. They gave him the ball at that three-yard line. That's right. He didn't get any yards there. But it, my point is, he is going to be that guy near the goal line. But no, I agree with you. There's nothing special there, but uh, it'll be interesting to see. But I love the Bennett. I wish Eddie Lacy was, Lace was still there. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> you and me both. Heck, you, don't you have a Lacey jersey? Or no, you got a no I, was, I was going to get one this year. <laughs> now I can't get a Seahawks Lacey jersey. No. no, no, definitely not. All right. All right, nine days, guys, until I leave for Las Vegas. Ten days until you guys leave for New York. I've been checking the weather out. It's 104 and sunny every day in Las Vegas. I don't know if you guys have been checking out New York. But, uh, man, let's just keep the drafts rolling online. Let's get ready for our live events. And uh, let's just encourage everybody to sign up at playnffc.com. That's playnffc.com. Join us for the live events. But, Tonight, join us for the online ones as well. The online championship has a $100,000 grand prize. Cutline's got a $60,000 grand prize. We love it. Still remember, spots available, too. Yeah, there's spots available. We fill them up every night. It's crazy, <laughs> man. But uh, we're going to have a lot of drafts tonight. And again, send in your questions. Come on, we want to hear from you. HSFA Pod on Twitter. That's at HSFA Pod. We'll answer your questions. We'll have a little interaction and have some fun, all right? All right, that's it for the High Stakes Fantasy Advantage podcast. Join us tomorrow. We'll talk more about the games that we saw this weekend. Have a great day, everyone.